0: Hi, welcome back to All Things Data. We've started the year off talking a little bit about natural language understanding. And of course, you know, with the advent of large language models, such as ChatGPT, it's very apropos, let's say, to be talking about this. So today we're gonna see if there's an interplay between NLP, so natural language processing, NLU, natural language understanding, and document AI, which is what we're really all about. So without further ado, let's get going. Hi, Victor. Many systems have OCR capabilities. How does NLU differ from simple OCR? Yeah, okay. So OCR is sort of like the building blocks often of NLU if you don't have a digital-first document. So OCR, optical character recognition, gives a computer the ability to take stuff that we've written or that we've typed elsewhere and don't have it in a digital-first format. And it allows the computer to basically make that digital and be able to ingest it. So it becomes a document. It's not necessarily that it's going to do a very good job of understanding anything. What it does do is it understands the letters and numbers that are in the written text or in the typed out text uh, of some other document. And it makes those pieces of text, those words, those sentences available to a computer. What it stops at is basically that so now you have effectively a a word document or a pdf document or whatever kind of document you had but you don't have any further understanding of that document so nlu is much more than ocr once you've gotten to that point and now the document the text is being is readable by computer you get to a place where the understanding can start to take place so nlu is much more than OCR, and uh, it does rely on a little bit of NLP and a lot of AI and then a lot of research that has occurred to help further the understanding of an entire document, a piece of text, really just generally any kind of content. So those are the major differences in NLU and OCR. Okay, how have traditional document processing systems tried to understand documents? Right. So prior to the use of NLP and AI in these kind of workloads, AI and document processing and even intelligent document processing systems have existed. And much like everything that sort of predated AI, it was a bunch of like, if this, then that kind of workflows, you know, so it's very rules based, you can go down this path of if I see this sort of word, you know, if the third preceding word was this, I mean, this kind of intent. So it's really clunky and arduous code to like put together and get through. And it makes it so that it really isn't a portable system in a sense. It's very specific to the kind of content or text that you were talking or writing about because it mostly just lacks semantic understanding of all of that content. So imagine that you write a rule for pharmaceuticals. So it's very specific to the pharmaceutical industry and the way that they write their documents, their invoice, whatever it is that they're writing. You can imagine that there's usual way of saying things and a usual technical writing that goes into pharmaceutical documents. That is very different from like the banking industry, let's say. So if you've done a very good job in understanding some pharmaceutical stuff, it's really unusual that it would work well in the banking industry or in a legal industry or in insurance, let's say, right? So you get to a place where you have to keep building new and new sets of rules for all of these documents which makes it unwieldy and really kind of like very difficult for the vendor company or the people who are producing the technology and it most often leads to really poor accuracy so your systems can get good and can get accurate but it takes so long that if you were to buy an off-the-shelf system like this you probably don't get any return on your investment for a long time. The other problem with these types of old-school systems is that because they don't generalize the knowledge and they're very specific to an industry or a type of contract even, they fail miserably in the world of contracts and legal documents. So that language is very specific and you might train only for that, that's fine, but then you're training Again, you'd be training in a specific part of the legal world or a specific part of the contract world. So it's just like master service agreements is very general. So you probably can't train on that. You probably have to go down to a specific kind of invoice and do a rules-based version of that. So that, again, it becomes like a lot, a lot of work. With NLU, you just generally get full text understanding and all the way through to semantic understanding. So. Imagine that the old school world, and this is an analogy that probably hits home for a lot of people. The old school world is like when we used to do internet searches with things other than Google. So imagine the worlds of like the time of Lycos or Ask Jeeves. If you're not old enough to know those words, just Google them because (laughs) it's hilarious, Google, because you'll figure out what they are. In that world, you sort of put things up and hopefully something relevant came up. Google really flipped on its head with really an algorithm based around understanding but it still doesn't understand your text. Now look at today's world with large language models such as GPT-3, ChatGPT. Google has their own version as well. You're looking at a much broader understanding of all these things. So if you're asking a question in an interface like OpenAI's ChatGPT, you're gonna get a much better answer than you will with just a Google search, which is gonna give you a link to something else. You know, they do do some snippets of understanding, but it's still like from, if my website was the authority figure, it's a snippet from my website rather than it does not generate its own knowledge, in a sense. So there you go, from rules-based all the way through to like semantic understanding. Okay. You touched on contracts previously. Can you tell me of industries and examples where contract AI is useful? Oh, absolutely. I'll only touch really on some industries that we've done some work with, because obviously having the experience in those industries makes more sense. And I can't go into very specific details, but I can broadly paint a picture as to what we've done. So, on the whole, on the horizon, the industries we've done work with, government generally, we won't really touch much on government because they're broad, they're, let's say, like, they're the Walmart of industries, you know, they kind of dabble in everything, there's like legal and healthcare and all this other stuff. And speaking of legal and healthcare, we've done work in legal, we've done work in healthcare, in finance and insurance, and we've also done some stuff in pharma. So. I'll start with pharma. In pharma, we worked in the procurement side. They were looking at itemizing and categorizing the kinds of spends they were getting from their invoices and ensuring that all these contracts were on side with their playbooks and trying to attribute each individual invoice and contract and purchase order to a specific molecule or drug nomenclature. So we built a pipeline, a workflow in RPA that basically used our system to run through all the incoming documents and invoices and purchase orders and whatnot from procurement and categorize them properly and then fed their erp system that information so that they could run reports against the contracts and invoices that they weren't able to before that gave them a huge huge benefit and it helped them find a bunch of savings and a bunch of late payment penalties that they were able to avoid and obviously a bunch of duplication that's one thing that struck everybody is that there's just duplication in all kinds of contracts. In the world of legal, the work we did was really looking through, you know, patent searching on steroids. So like the example that we talked about prior where we were saying we went from the world of composer ask Jeeps to Google and then beyond. Using a system with NLU and a document AI system that really understands a legal world, you can just imagine how patent searching becomes It's not a breeze, but it becomes much more easy than than the tools that the law societies give you, which are basically keyword search. It's just like, I have to know the exact term that you put in your patent in order for me to find it and in order for me not to encroach on your patent. Whereas now it's like, you can look at broad things like not just through a category lens or hierarchy, you can actually ask it, is there a patent that does this kind of thing with this kind of other thing that we created? And it gives you the ability to find that much more easily. In finance banking and insurance, what we've done a lot with is the form or application processing. So you can imagine retail banking or insurance or just general finance. There's all kinds of paper applications that go back and forth, you know, right from mortgages all the way through to buying stocks. Although really buying stocks these days is almost all done online or in an app. Um, the understanding of those forms and applications usually has a bunch of back-end people sort of interfacing with them and trying to pull or extract out this information and make sure that it gets put into the right systems. I mean, those people are expensive and systems are not. So you can imagine that putting this through a automated workflow where we are able to pull out both the forms and the answers to those forms with really, really high accuracy. Like we're talking much more than Human, It speeds up the entire process. I think at last tally, it was more than a 60% reduction in time. And finally, we have healthcare. Healthcare is really about looking at tracking obligations and compliance and reducing turnaround time by comparing all kinds of, let's say, doctor's notes, clinical notes, and pharmacist notes, along with patient data. So understanding all of that and having all of that in one area gives us the ability to actually build up real business intelligence. And I mean, business intelligence sounds like a weird word for healthcare, but it still is BI. It's just that it's BI in a different way of thinking of it. Yeah, so those are some of the larger industries that we've worked with. Obviously, if you are an industry that that does a lot of paperwork like logistics, manufacturing, where we've done some work before, you're gonna benefit from Document AI and you're definitely gonna benefit from Document AI when there's NLU involved. Yeah, so. Thanks again for tuning in to All Things Data. Today's episode has been all about NLU in Document AI. Next week, let's tune back in and see where a thousand ml tries to take you. All right, have a good week.